Hello, and welcome to SJL Daily. This is Sherry Dragovich. After a mini-month break to work on the Beauty and Arts podcast, I sure am glad to be back sharing with you here at SJL Daily. Today we're reading together 1 Thessalonians 5. This is a rich and quite timely chapter, given the unexpected and horrific war happening in Israel right now. It was hard for me to narrow down a focus for this chapter, and in the end, I'm not sure I have. But let's read together the first part of chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Now concerning the times and seasons, brothers, you have no need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves are fully aware that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying, there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you are not in the darkness, brothers, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. This is the word of the Lord. I love how Paul tells the Thessalonian Christians that he has no need to instruct them on anything regarding the, quote, times and seasons, which we figure out in the next sentence means the day of the Lord. It seems Paul has been receiving questions from the believers in Thessalonica on this front, quite possibly too many questions for his liking. What he says in response is effectively, look, you know the Lord is going to come at a time when you aren't expecting him. But this doesn't mean you are like those living completely oblivious to his coming at all. Those folks lying to themselves and living high on the hog, trusting in their own technology, government apparatuses, alliances, safety measures. Hmm, sound familiar? There's peace and security. And then sudden destruction comes, catching everyone off guard. It gives me chills thinking how this letter could have been written last week rather than over 2,000 years ago. But we, believers in Jesus and the way, are not like those living oblivious, those living in the darkness, as Paul says. Rather, we are children of light, children of the day. I love that image, children of light, children of the day. And of course, then this begs the question, or at least it does for me, What does it look like to walk as a child of the light? Well, if we keep reading, Paul gives us a fairly clear picture of what walking as a child of light looks like. He begins first by contrasting our daily lives to the behaviors and ways of those living in darkness. We aren't like them, he says, and so the day of the Lord when it comes ought not surprise us. This isn't because we will somehow have the inside scoop on when he is returning. No one knows the day or the hour, Jesus told his disciples when he was still on earth. Nor is Paul suggesting we spend all our days and all our time 
only looking for the signs of his return. A sort of frantic obsession with the end times prophecies and apocalyptic studies. Rather, we are to live out our days focused on where we put our trust, not in technologies or safety measures or new programs or governments who make promises they can never, ever keep. We trust in what Christ did for us and what we have in him. And you know, with this trust, we have our own safety measures for protecting ourselves against the night, a breastplate of love and faith, and a helmet of the hope of our salvation, covering our heart and our mind, reminding us constantly that Christ Jesus died for us. So whether we are awake or asleep, in other words, whether we live or die, we live with him. Isn't that a funny irony? Whether we live or die, we live with Christ. But dead people don't live with anyone or anywhere, do they? They are dead. Which means as children of light, we only live. And not just live, but live in union with Christ Jesus, the King of the universe. Whether we are on this side of the veil or the other side, it doesn't matter. The veil is torn. We are living with Christ in his kingdom now. Nothing can separate us from him and his love, Paul reminds us in Romans 8. And so, as you remember the hope of salvation, the hope of your salvation, get on every day living in the light that is loving one another in faith. Encourage your brother and sister in Christ. Build one another up. Help the weak, and do all this with great patience, giving thanks in all circumstances and without quenching the Spirit. This is to name a few of those children of light ways Paul expands on in the second half of the chapter. As we say in my home, simple, it's not easy. So, How might the Lord be nudging you into more child of light living in this time and season? I encourage you to set apart time today and ask him. Then listen. Who might need your encouragement? What kind of encouragement might this be? In what circumstance or with what person might you need to practice greater patience with? Or here's one that is terrifying and necessary to ask. Are there ways you are quenching the Spirit within you? Whatever thing the Lord whispers to you this day, and however he prods you to move forward, there is no doubt it will involve rejoicing and thanking him in the mess and praying without ceasing, even as you stand and walk as a child of light, in the fullness of his light, for all to see the goodness, the beauty, and the truth of his love in every season and every time. Now, as Paul prays his blessing over the Thessalonians, so I pray his blessing over you. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Amen.